And now, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. And yes, here we are again another day committed to being your consumer advocate, all about helping you understand your buying decisions and making you more street smart here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. This show is going to be heavy in real estate, appraisals, uh, title. Uh, we're going to talk about discount points. What are they? What do they matter? Uh, self-employed borrowers, how does that break down? So we're going to dive deep into real estate today and valuations of real estate properties here. we got a great lineup for you. Jenny Restrepo, insured title agency, Ray Hall, Ray Hall Appraisals, and Justin Kelly, CPF Mortgage, uh, here on the program today. And we always like to feature our real estate listings. We help our sellers profit more and sell faster by doing that. Innovation innovation with uh, radio, TV, internet marketing, 80 different outlets worldwide. Uh, so we got a hot property listing here. Uh, this one is going to be a commercial property in, property in South Tampa, 4220 West Pearl. Uh, this is a beautiful property great opportunity for that self-employed that business owner that maybe has a contractor business a self-employed business uh 4220 west pearl avenue in tampa you got a 1200 square foot building uh, over a half acre lot corner lot with ample parking centrally located in south tampa great opportunity for uh, relocating a contractor or other business and you can see all of our real estate listings at platinum mvp team dot kw.com this is god's country and give a quick shout out to our friend brandon porter over at veteran gutters if you're thinking of putting gutters on your home reach out to brandon and his team they're veterans they served our great country and he has american-made products as well veteran gutters longtime friends of the consumer quarterback show all right we got justin kelly in the house welcome back sir thank you very much thank you very much got good stuff to talk about today yeah absolutely i love the ideas that you had uh, brought in for today and and uh you know there's a lot of uncertainty in the marketplace you know these these bonds come up you hear this talk about bonds i hear more and more people talking about a deep recession uh, going into a depression that we're coming into economically. Uh, so what are you seeing out there? Um, you know, in, in terms of interest rates, obviously, we've seen rates climb um, significantly since the beginning of the year. Um, you know, but overall, we still have some some pretty reasonable interest rates. You know, oh, yeah. you know hi- historically, they're not bad. But uh, when you start looking at it deeper, you you got to think you're looking at inflation numbers and, and, you know, some numbers came out with 8% and some people say, you know, hey, it may even be higher than that. Who really knows? Right. But, uh, you know, when you get when you're talking about mortgage bonds, you have to have investors to buy these mortgage bonds. Somebody has to step up to the plate and buy these. And and, uh, you know, that can be difficult when you're talking about a five and a half percent, five percent mortgage bond and you've got eight percent inflation. Right. Like, we've got a situation there. We've got to kind of figure out. Yeah. So. The Fed is trying to curve this inflation problem by yep. raising interest rates on short-term Fed funds rate, and yep. so that is affecting the entire market as a whole. And I think uh, it, people are starting to reassess the way they think about this market. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a challenging time for a lot of people. And then, and by the way, you know, it, it was already difficult for people to find a home that they like. And now, when you have that quarter point or half a point increase in rate, now that limits your buyer pool. It reduces that amount of purchase price that you can have. So instead of buying three fifty, maybe you're buying two seventy five or what whatever the numbers are specifically for your uh, situation. And I remember Pasco County last month. I was looking at the stats for Pasco County. Uh, it was a ninety seven percent absorption rate. Well, this month it's down to eighty six 
6%. So is that a softening in the market? I'm glad you brought that up. I mean, and as you look at beyond Pasco County and and the whole state, that's almost, I mean, spot on. You're starting to see more inventory come onto the market. Um, you know, I don't know days on market. We probably have to pull those that data point up. But yep. you're, you're you're starting to see what I would call uh, a settling down of the market right yeah. now. We don't well, know what it, what exactly to call it yet. So month supply of inventory was 1.1 month supply of inventory. That's Pasco. Um, I've got uh, Pinellas right here, 83% absorption rate, 1.2 month supply of inventory. Uh, seller's market, and let's find uh, Hillsboro here. So Hillsboro, 79% absorption rate, uh, 1.27 month supply of inventory. So yeah, they're all very similar. And yep. I imagine if you take that to Miami Dade or Palm Beach or up in uh, other Panhandle, you know they're all somewhat similar because there's so many folks from out of state moving down. Yeah, absolutely. We're seeing we're still seeing a pretty strong demand from out of state. Um, I don't know, you know, as we move forward into, you know, the later, latter half of the year, if that's going to slow down, how interest rates, uh, you know, rising are going to affect things overall. I mean, that's, you know, it's kind of it's up in the air right now. Yep. Still a good place to be, though, uh, in the real estate market here, buying, selling, investing. Uh, we would love to talk to you and, and Justin and his team at CPF Mortgage here locally. Again, another example of a local area business owner, local contributor to our show, support this family, the radio show family here. Save our hotline number. If you don't need uh, that connection now, maybe in the future you will or somebody else will, 813-917-1894. Call or text the hotline, 813-917-1894, cpfloans.com, cpfloans.com. And I'm going to play a quick clip here. I want to get your reaction. It's a 40-second clip uh, from one of my favorite podcasts I listen to a lot. What was interesting to me today with this stock market fall, usually the stock market's going down because of the inflation, the short on the long bonds going up, meaning interest rates are going up on the long end of the curve, the longer term, right? Today, no, 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 no. Only the stock market went down. And what went with the long bond, the way the long bond signaling, what it's telling us, Steve, is this recession is going to be so bad, it's going to be a depression. So in a depression, it's going to be really hard for those interest rates to keep climbing. This is how bad things are now. Your reaction to that? Yeah, I mean, listen, it, it, normally when you're in a recessionary period, um, depression, if you will, he, you know, they went yeah. they went to the extreme there. It, he, he's right. It's hard to raise interest rates in an environment where you've got um, uh, economic pressures. So it's going to be interesting to see because we've kind of got ourselves in this situation because we had cheap money for too long. Yeah. Interest rates stayed too low for too long, yep. and it flooded the market with money. Yep. Um, and the mo- money supply got too high. And so now we're in this situation where we're trying to backpedal. Yep. And it's kind of uncharted territory. They mismanaged it for so long. Yep. You know, these these swamp creatures in D.C., these, you know, these unelected bureaucrats in many cases, a lot of these folks that are appointed, yeah. uh, you know, similar to Fauci being in the medical side. But uh, let's let's shift gears here. What is what is a discount point? All right. So, you know, obviously with rates going up now, we're starting to, you know, get borrowers that are needing, you know, to get creative. So a discount point is defined simply as um, paying a fee to get a lower interest rate or lower than market rate. That way you can afford more house. Um, you know, with rates going up, you might need to, you know, you went, like you said, you went from 350 to 275. Now we're trying to get people back as close to that as possible. So we start looking at, you know, discount points, them paying a a percentage of their loan amount in order to get a lower interest rate on the loan. Now, the benefit of that is obviously every single month their payment's going to be lower. 
But, you know, we do a cost-benefit analysis um, whenever we're going to talk about paying potential discount points. And, you know, if let's just say you paid $5,000 in discount points and you save $200 a month. At month 20 of your 360-month loan on a 30-year term, Mm -hmm. you would break even. And then so after every month after that, you've got a return on investment of $200 a month. It's also going to allow you to qualify for more loan. Yep, it'll help your ratios, your, yep. your ratios out. By the way, the word amortization means to die slow in Latin. Oh, yeah, wow. amortization, yeah. yeah, to die slow. So that's what happens with these uh, these loans. They're front end loaded with yep. interest, so they die slow. That's where you get the three hundred sixty months. Uh, and then some people put it on the biweekly payment programs. Are those still around? You still doing that? Absolutely, yeah. So in the service, after your loan closes, it goes into the servicing department, and then you can you know you can request to go on a biweekly payment. And essentially, what that does is it allows you to put one extra principal and interest payment per year towards your mortgage. Yep. And, uh, you know, it's said to cut your loan down by about seven years. Yeah, absolutely. And then, uh, you know, one of the things that I think is a, a value point for me as a realtor is I started off as a mortgage broker. I started off as a mortgage loan officer uh, here in Tampa Bay, a couple of firms, and I went to uh, H&R Block Mortgage at the time. I don't even think they have a mortgage side anymore. No, they do. But, uh, yeah, you know, then I worked as a wholesale lender, uh, you know, and that, and that. But anyways... I learned a lot. I learned how to qualify deals. I learned what to look for. And now as a realtor, I can kind of sniff out some of the, you know, what before it even hits the this, the contract. But when it comes to self-employed borrowers, there's some things that people need to know there as well. Definitely. I mean, with the great resignation, as they've called it since COVID, we've seen a lot of self-employed borrowers or people go into business for themselves now. Right. And especially in Florida. I mean, we're, we're rich with self-employed borrowers and, you know, we see, uh, you know, a lot of uh, misnomers and misinformation. So people call in all the time. They say, well, what makes me a self-employed borrower? Here's my W-2. I paid myself, and but I own the company. But I, it's just, just use my W-2 income. Mm. Well, it doesn't work like that. you know. Mm. So it, from an underwriting standpoint, it defines a self-employed borrower as somebody who owns 25% of an entity or more. You are self-employed. At that point, you're, we're going to look for two years' history of you owning that business. Right. Um, so, you know, you've got to be in business for at least a couple of years. There are some exceptions, but that's on a case by case basis. And there's some requirements involved with that. Especially but, if it's a like and similar business line. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Sim- similar business line, um, similar pay structure. Um, mm-hmm. You're coming over and you've you've produced, uh, you know, similar revenues yep. that was in line with your last year to date pay stub. So. You know, there's some things that we can work around with that, but it's on a case by case basis. Um, you know, underwriting is going to be looking at uh, stability, strength of the business, and the ability of the business to continue to produce revenue yeah. um, at least the same or more increasing over the you know the next few years. Right, absolutely. If you just joined us, we're talking with Justin Kelly here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. He's a mortgage loan expert, CPF Mortgage here locally, uh, right here in Tampa Bay. CPFLoans.com online at CPF loans.com and yeah so so some tips for the self-employed because the self-employed they want to write as much off they want to show yeah. governor or the, not governor they want to show the president or the irs uh the government that is uh you know here's here's a low set of numbers but yeah. then when it comes time to qualify they want to buy the big house they got to show a little bit higher numbers well let's let's start off with the biggest mistake that i see brand new self-employed people even one to five years they've owned the business they don't keep an accurate um detailed up-to-date profit and loss statement and balance sheet 
And that's pretty important. Anytime you're going to go and request a loan, anybody who's going to loan you the money is going to want to see in a snapshot where you are in that particular year with your business. Right. And so a lot of people, you know, just keep their bank statements together at the end of the year. They throw them to their accountant and say, all right, do my taxes. Yeah. Well, as a self-employed borrower now, you're in a different realm. You need to keep track throughout the year of how much you're making, what your revenues are, what your expenses are, and what your net income is. You need to be able to see that in a snapshot and be able to report that. So I always tell people, you know, find an accounting system, uh, QuickBooks, um, hire a local expert. They have them all over the place. There's a yep. lot of Google bookkeepers. videos. Bookkeepers. I mean, there's lots of resources where you can train yourself and easily keep track of this stuff. You know, QuickBooks will allow you to connect all of your um bank accounts, your operating accounts in there and feed all your transactions there and you can keep track of it very easily. Right. That way when you need to, you know, provide something for your business from for from a financial standpoint and get a loan, yeah. you're able to do it with a couple clicks of a mouse. Yeah. A couple so an opportunity comes up to buy an asset or something like that. Absolutely. We see it all the time where you know people will call in and they've got the two year history, but the first couple of years they've been in business, they haven't really kept great financial records. They don't really know what to do. And we're, we're halfway through the year. We need a profit and loss and balance sheet. And they go, what? You know? Yeah, what's that? What, what, what is that? So we have to train them. And it's, it takes, it's lengthier for them. They can't move. They're not nimble. So that's one of the biggest things. And the other thing is, yeah, be cautious and make sure you're filing your tax returns properly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, get a CPA, file the right way. And, you know, make sure that you're, the last thing is make sure you're paying attention to exactly how much money you're claiming after all of your tax deductions. Right. Because as a self-employed borrower, that's what's going to dictate how much money you can borrow. Yeah. You know, after all your deductions, your tax write-offs. So that's 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 yeah. an important thing. It's not what you make, it's what you keep. That's exactly what, correct. At the end of the year, what's your net? That's absolutely correct. Talk to me a little bit about what's going on out there in the non-conforming market. You know, you have these conforming loans. They talk about that mean, meaning that it can be sold to Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, et cetera, USDA. Yep. And then outside of that, they have non-conforming, yep. non-QM, they call sure. it, non-qualified mortgage, alternative financing. Absolutely. So what we just discussed is the requirements, the basic requirements behind conventional financing, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac. So you're seeing a lot of uh, new loan products and programs coming out from hedge funds and Wall Street coming out and saying, you know, creating these products um, that there's an appetite for. And uh, it'll allow self-employed borrowers who meet the two-year requirement, but maybe wrote a little too much off of their tax returns. It allows them to provide business bank statements. And so we'll look at the deposits that you've made in your account over the last 12 months, apply a formula to it. And a lot of times it will yield a much larger monthly revenue number or qualifying income than your tax returns where you wrote everything right. off. Exactly. And and that's that's a common sense loan for them because they say, hey, look, they're, they're obviously managing a business. They, they know how to, you know, they've been in business X amount of years. They know how to kind of manage things. Yep. And then, uh, you know, maybe looking at the trade that they're in or whatever the business line is, you know, what's the prospects for that business to continue to yep. generate revenue? Absolutely. And the, obviously the deposits going into the account speak volumes to how healthy right. the business is. And then when they apply, uh, you know, a calculation to determine, you know, how much of that should go toward expenses, how much of that was actually more than likely um, taken by the business owner, we're able to formulate a really, really good um, monthly income and qualify them based off of that. Now, it's a non-qualifying mortgage loan or non-QM loan, which Mm -hmm. is, it's an alternative loan. So, you know, rates are going to be higher. The requirements for down payment are going to be a little bit more than a conventional loan, but, you know, you're not having to show those tax returns. Yeah. People like that. Yep, Scan absolutely. that in. Just get those bank statements over. And uh, Justin Kelly, CPF Mortgage, CPFLoans.com. Uh, can folks connect with you online, offline? How do you want to be reached? Absolutely. Um, so our, our website directly at CPFLoans.com. 
or they can call us uh, 727-226-1040. We love having conversations with people about this What's stuff. that number again? 727-226-1040. Awesome. All right, good stuff. Thanks for bringing in that good, good content today, man. Absolutely. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. Hey, we're going to take a break here. When we come back, Ray Hall is in the house. Ray Hall appraisals. Uh, we're going to talk about from a perspective of an appraiser. What's he seeing out there? What's going on with the market? And some more real estate updates from Ray Hall. Ray Hall appraisals here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. This is Warwick Dunn, and you're listening to the Real Estate Quarterback Show, hosted by my man, Brandon Rhymes. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894, online at ConsumerQB.com. Hey, Brandon Rhymes here for Cleaning Commandos here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Cleaning Commandos are hiring, and they're offering competitive wages, flexible hours, relaxed atmosphere, and a sign-on bonus. Reach out if you'd like a career with the Cleaning Commandos here in Tampa Bay. Info at CleaningCommandosLLC.com or call 813-750-0550, 813-750-0550, Cleaning Commandos, Consumer Quarterback Show. Hey, Brandon Rhymes here. We are looking for real estate investors. We've got a new relationship bringing us a tremendous amount of off-market real estate investment opportunities. So text the word investor to our hotline, 813-750-0550. Off-market real estate investment opportunities. Text investor to 813-750-0550. Brandon Rhymes here, Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. Looking for real estate investors. Send us a text. Have you desired more income and more freedom in your life? Now is your time. Keller Williams Realty has just launched our own real estate school, and you can get licensed for free. I'm Brandon Rimes, host of the Consumer Quarterback Show, owner of the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. And for the first three people who reach out, I will personally coach you. 813-917-1894. Call or text 813-917-1894. ConsumerQB.com. ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at consumerqb.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-917-1894. And we're back. Brandon Rhymes here. Consumer Quarterback Show, powered by the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty, a top 1% ranked real estate team here in Tampa Bay, 20 years in business, uh, 20 years in the business, and uh, helping you win in any marketplace, as we say. And almost nine years on air as a consumer quarterback uh, here in Tampa Bay, helping you understand your buying decisions, making you more street smart. Uh, We'd love for you to connect with us. We can put you in touch with 80 different categories of consumer advocate content and advice here. Everything from credit experts to attorneys, uh, CPAs, financial advisors, all types of great home service providers, whether you need gutters on your home, a pressure wash done, uh, reach out to the show. We'd love to connect you. Uh, 813-917-1894. Just call or text 813-917-1894. I've got a hot listing here uh, over in Brandon. This is 1211 Parsons Avenue. And this is a office building available for sale, completely renovated. And it's a great location. It's on a major thoroughfare uh, here in Tampa Bay. 12 treatment rooms, so perfect for a chiropractor, a doctor, dentist, uh, maybe even a professional uh, attorney, CPA, architect type firm. 
1211 North Parsons Avenue in Brandon, 2,174 square feet, completely remodeled office building right here in beautiful Tampa Bay. Uh, We've got a restaurant for sale as well in Dade City, 14121 7th Street in Dade City. Uh, This is a one-bedroom, one-bath property as well. Uh, So you have an on-site manager, but you also have, of course, a downstairs and an upstairs dining room and a banquet room. 14121 7th Street, Dade City, uh, restaurant available for sale. Great opportunity, and the business has been established since 1990. So great opportunity. You can see all of our listings at Platinum mvpteam.kw.com Now, we also have a lot of vacant land available for sale, and I got a new song for the clipboard. So buy dirt, it says there, Ray. If you bought a bunch of dirt in uh, the 1950s, 60s, 70s, it'd be worth a lot of money right now, wouldn't you? I mean, with the way the market's going, if you bought a bunch of dirt last year, you'd probably be in a lot of money right now. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's amazing, you know, that's the one thing about real estate is over time it's going to appreciate. Yeah, you know I know you know you were talking about possible recession, depression. Yeah, you know and what's that saying? More millionaires were made during the Great Depression than any other time period. Right. You know so uh, yeah, real estate's always a great way to go. Got to be liquid. Got to be ready to invest. Yes. And you got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them. Exactly. I have daughters. I don't have a whole lot of liquid going on. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You got the pool out back. You know. Like I, I do have the pool. Yeah. There so. you go. That's, that's good. That's, that's, good. Where my, that's where my liquidity went. There it went, right. That's right. Uh, so Ray Hall's in the house. Ray Hall appraisals here. And we talk a lot about values and you know yeah. lot, lots of different things. You do commercial appraisals as well. I do. I have a big, big commercial job I'm doing right now. In fact, like we were talking about, I'm, uh, uh, I've been working on getting my uh, pilot's license. So nice. I'm doing my first cross-country flight this weekend to go to an inspection down in the Keys. Nice. So I'll be flying down there on Saturday. Congrats. So, That's yeah, awesome. thank you. Yeah, so commercials uh, starting to pick up a little bit, which is good. Um, but yeah, we're, we're luckily we're we're staying busy. I know some appraisers have uh, kind of slowed down a little bit, but uh, yeah. we're still we're still slammed to rate so, all appraisals. So cross country now that doesn't mm-hmm. technically mean going to California and back. Cross country. No, what's that it's, definition? It's, I think uh, it's just over a certain amount of miles. Right. Uh, so, you know, basically you're going from one airport to another airport. And right. uh, I believe I have to submit a, a flight plan, things like that. You yep. know, we have to, we'd have to talk to uh, Captain Will about that. Yeah, uh, Captain he knows, Will. He knows more about it than me. But uh, definitely going to be my longest flight and uh, definitely looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. Yeah, that's neat, man. I, I remember I was getting my licensing in place. I had 42 hours or so. In oh, wow. The, uh, yeah, so I've got the hours. And then it was, I started talking about a solo, and I was like, eh, I don't know. I started getting a little bit nervous. Yeah, see, I'm looking down. forward to it. Yeah, it'll be fun, man. It'll be fun. I haven't, I haven't you know, all the planes I've flown, they've, they've been operational yeah. after I landed. So I figure I'm, I'm all right. There you go. I'm, that's I'm good. good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just, uh, you know, ease them down on the runway. Yeah, that's, unfortunately, that's where I'm still struggling. Have you ever had to land one with the side wind coming in or crosswind? Actually, I just did that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, I have two instructors, and uh, it actually went pretty well. She's she's good. Nice. And she talked me down into it, and uh, yep. you know, because you've got to turn one direction but twist the plane the other direction. Right. And you're actually landing at one wheel at a time. Right. And uh, we did it, and it was successful. It was a good landing. I was I was pretty proud of it. So I That's just walked awesome. away and haven't gone back since. I'm like, no, I'm going to leave while I'm on top. And did you hear about that last <laughs> week? There was a plane, or a week or two ago. There was a plane. The pilot passed out. And yeah. The guy's like, hey, how do I land this thing? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I heard about through that. It. I guess he figured it out. Yeah, and uh, supposedly the air traffic guy wasn't supposed to be on on duty, but he right. was. 
and his side job was an instructor. Yeah. So that's how he was able to talk him down. Yeah. So, because, yeah, I want that situation. I want to get on there. and I, It's okay. I got this. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. all right. Don't worry about it. I got it. Just grab the yoke and you yeah. know, ease it down. Just buckle up. This is going to be a soft landing. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, so Ray Hall, uh, Ray Hall appraisals. Uh, we're kind of coming into our yeah. next break here. But uh, what do you want to talk about on the flip side when we come back? Uh, you know what? Let's talk about what's going on in the market right now. You yeah. know, a lot of, a lot of changes with interest rates. Uh, you know, we're not, you know, we're seeing a little slowdown, but you know, we're, we're not seeing that decline in values. Yeah. You know, the value is still there. People are still able to, maybe you're not going to get that good interest rate on your refinance, but you can pull that cash out and uh, do that work you want to do to the house. So yeah. uh, we should talk a little bit about that. Yeah, just a small lull, I think, is what we're seeing. And then, uh, you know, it'll be, hitting up. it'll be picking up here soon as well. Uh, all right, more with Ray Hall here on the other side of this break. Coming up, Jenny Restrepo as well, insured title agency uh, in studio here with us. Follow us online. We would love to connect with you on social at Brandon Rhymes one on Instagram, Twitter, Gitter, uh, True Social as well now. And, of course, YouTube. You can find us there as well, Brandon Rhymes Realty on YouTube. Over 1,700 videos. Lots of great resources for you. We'll be right back. This is Chris Voss, former FBI lead hostage negotiator and owner of the Black Swan Group. And you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show hosted by my friend Brandon Rice. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894. Online at ConsumerQB.com. listening to the consumer quarterback brandon rhymes cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in tampa bay online at consumerqb.com and we're back. Brandon Rhymes here. Quick shout out to our friend Ramin Kazami Heights Soft Wash, pressure washing company right here in Tampa Bay. If you need to get that uh, spring cleaning done on your home, reach out to Ramin Kazami Heights Soft Wash. It's a pressure washing company here in Tampa Bay. Let them know the real estate quarterback sent you. Take them up on those special offers and incentives. Heightssoftwash.com is his website. Heights softwash.com and we got ray hall in the house ray hall appraisals more from ray coming up in just a moment i want to let you know about a couple of hot listings that we've got here in tampa bay 14663 village glen drive in carrollwood you got a two bedroom two and a half bath uh, property here a beautiful home in carrollwood it's 1951 square feet completely renovated just a gorgeous home with a pool kitchen outdoor kitchen as well and covered lanai outdoor shower master bath features a jacuzzi tub sauna and tanning bed got a gourmet style kitchen that was designed by a local restaurateur 14663 village glen in tampa one of our hot real estate listings here in beautiful tampa bay uh, 3008 north nebraska avenue this is a property that we've got as a commercial listing another one of our commercial listings here at 3008 north nebraska avenue 3600 square feet uh, six rooms three bathrooms you got mixed building mixed use building opportunity plenty of building and street parking located in Seminole Heights, close proximity to downtown Riverwalk, and much more. You can see all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. All right, so we've got Ray Hall, Ray Hall Appraisals, longtime friend of the program, local mm-hmm. area business owner here. Yep. Uh, vacant land, you can do it. Commercial, you can appraise it. Residential, of course, you can appraise it. <laughs> and those are those are kind of kind of your three categories here, right? Yeah, in fact, uh, you know, I'm working on a portfolio of commercial properties right now, and we've got everything from uh, convenience stores, gas stations, uh, 
industrial, vacant land. So yeah. the whole spectrum with that. That's a that's a big assignment we're working on right now. That's cool. And uh, yeah, so I, I, you know, over seventeen years, I, I'd like to say I've done. Almost all of it. Almost all of it. All right? of it. Yep. What about a casino? You ever did a casino? I have not done a casino. That'd be interesting. I don't know. That seems like a lot. A lot of you get a value each machine. I guess how did I, you know? Well, that that's what they call chattel. Okay. So that's not necessarily part of the real estate. That would be part of the going concern value. Okay. So it's almost like the business value because it's removable. Uh correct. Okay. Right. Like when uh, I've done, uh, I remember I did a, a Holiday Inn hotel. And uh, the beds and the sheets and everything else, that's called chattel. That's really personal property. Mm. Uh, so actually, when you're pulling your comps, you have to ask them, you know, you call it the, uh, whoever sold it, you know, did that include the chattel mm. and how much value was attributed to the chattel? And that's something we have to adjust for when we uh, do our analysis. Okay. So uh, cool. that was a great question. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Now, are you accepting Bitcoin as payment yet? I am not. Okay. Accepting <laughs> Bitcoin as payment. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, they're selling real estate with Bitcoin now. Well, good for them. At least from what I've seen, a couple little PR ploys. I think yeah. it's more of a PR stunt. You know? you know what? I I decided to you know dabble around in it and uh, put a little bit of money in it, and so far I've lost a bunch. So um, <laughs> nah. Not the one to ask about that. Cash, check, or charge. That's but, what we take. There you go. Yeah. So uh, we're talking with Ray Hall, Ray Hall Appraisals. Now for our audience out there, folks that are listening, if you know, a lot of times they're looking to value their home. Mm-hmm. What, what's the, what's the suggestion out there? It's not going on to that website that starts with a Z, right? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I've seen that website accurate. I've seen that website 40% off. Yeah. Um, it's caused hassles in my, my job too, yep. because I do the appraisal and you know, Websites don't know that your house hasn't been, you know, updated in yep. 20 years where everything else has. Yep. And now they're way high. And I, I literally had somebody come back and say, but Zillow said. Yep. Good for them. That's yep. why the site says, you know, for uh, entertainment purposes, it says entertainment purposes only. Does it really? I it didn't says, It that. says entertainment purposes only. But it's, it's a great little starting point. Yeah, right. Um, but no, I wouldn't do that. You know, you can call an appraiser like me. And uh, we can do something. It's called a restricted use appraisal. It's it's not going to help you with negotiating. It's not going to get you a loan, but it can give you an idea of what your house is worth. Right. And it costs less. And you know you're going to have that that kind of that accurate. So you can even you know look at the comps and see how we did it. Uh, if you go on you know any of those websites, how did they come up with that value? Right. You know, they could just make up a number, and you don't know. Yeah. So you is know, it some least, kind of algorithm is what I hear, right? It is. It, it's what uh, probably what the counties usually do, which called it's called a mass appraisal. Mm. It takes a whole bunch of information from that area and does whatever it does to come up with the value. Yeah. What we do is a little more pinpointed. Right. So I'm finding sales of homes that are similar. Right. And then I'm putting them in a grid, and I'm adjusting their sales price. By the difference to what my subject property is. Right. So if they're bigger than my subject property, I'm going to adjust their sales price down. Mm-hmm. And then I come up with a final range of numbers. Then I go through it again and I say, well, which one's more similar? Which mm-hmm. one has similar updates? Which one's similar style? Which one's in a similar area? And I may give that one more weight. So I may just say comp three is really pinpoint right on spot on what the subject is. Yeah. 
that's what I'm going to base my value on. Right. So that's how we do it, and that's why it's a little more thorough than what you're going to get on one of those websites. Right. And then you get into, oh, well, this one has a conservation view, or mm-hmm. this, this one has a pool, that one has a screened-in lanai, but mine has a lanai that's open air. Or like exactly. All those different pavers in the back versus concrete. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, we look at all that stuff, and a lot of the information we look at is information that you have to physically look at a picture. Or talk to someone to know this information. You're right. not going to get it from online. Right. Um, you know, I'm sure you've seen in uh, many cases where you go into a house and it's 300 square feet bigger than what the county says. Right. You know, because maybe a permit wasn't pulled or they just had incorrect information. So that's the kind of information those websites are going off of. So really, there's a lot of incorrect information it's using to estimate your value. Yeah. So, you know, that's another thing to keep in mind. Absolutely. And, Ray, how do you want folks to find you online, offline? How would you like them to connect? You can go to my website, rayhallappraisals.com. You can call our office at 813-452-5369. Or you can even email any requests to admin, A-D-M-I-N, at rayhallappraisals.com. All right, good stuff, man. Well, uh, always a pleasure. Nice catching up with you. Good luck on that cross-country flight. Yeah, if you don't hear from me next week, you know it didn't go well. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You'll be all right, I'm sure. I know I will. Yeah. All right, buddy. Uh, Taking a quick break there. When we come back, Jenny Restrepo going to be in studio here, Insured Title Agency, insured-title.com. And we're going to talk about uh, real estate market again, a heavy show in real estate today, and our expert contributors from the show today. Plus, plus we have a a feel-good story of the day. Program helps teachers and first responders buy homes. Uh, This is out of Washington. Lawmakers considering a bill to help first responders and teachers buy homes. We'll be right back here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. Hey, this is Grant Cardone. And you've been listening to the phenomenal Brandon Rhymes, the Consumer Quarterback Show. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894. Online at ConsumerQB.com. Hey, Brandon Rhymes here. We are looking for real estate investors. We've got a new relationship bringing us a tremendous amount of off-market real estate investment opportunities. So text the word investor to our hotline, 813-750-0550. Off-market real estate investment opportunities. Text investor to 813-750-0550. Brandon Rhymes here, Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. Looking for real estate investors. Send us a text. Listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at consumerqb.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-917-1894. All right, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Brandon Rhymes here, Consumer Quarterback Show, sports and entertainment certified Keller Williams agent, as well as luxury division and commercial division. So we'd love to help you if you're buying, selling, or investing, a certified negotiation expert, helping you win in any marketplace. That's our goal and our mantra around the uh, Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. Uh, I've got a hot listing available for sale uh, here in Tampa Bay. we got a property at 207 East Lutz Lake Fern Road. This is vacant land. Uh, so we talk about, you know, jokingly say buy dirt, you know, but that's this is a chance right here. We've got about a dozen or so vacant land listings, 207 East Lutz Lake Fern. Uh, this is a property that we've got just over an acre of land right here in Tampa Bay. You can build your dream home uh, on this property as well. 
Uh, we also have 9221 New York Avenue in Hudson, 30 acres available for sale uh, in Hudson, Florida, 9221 New York Avenue. Great opportunities for land uh, here in beautiful Tampa Bay, and it's a good store of value as well. So if you invest in land, invest in dirt, a uh, great place to put your money. And you can see all of our listings, platinummvpteam.kw.com. So we got a feel-good story here. You know, we've been talking about teachers, first responders getting priced out of the housing market, but this is an interesting time in uh, Virginia. So right now, buying a home is so expensive uh, that Chief A.J. Pacciano uh, said uh, with the Virginia Council of Chief of Police says many first responders can't afford it. Uh, Their pay is often more stagnant than the housing market. And uh, the same is true of teachers. That means that most public service servants aren't able to own homes in the communities that they serve. This is a bipartisan legislation that is aimed at making homeownership more affordable for heroes and public servants. They're trying to create a special home loan program for first responders and teachers. Their plan would eliminate down payments and mortgage insurance premiums for those workers. There's a lot of reasons why housing costs are high and unaffordable, and we're trying to address one of them through these new changes in the law. Uh, so, yeah, hope that that goes through. That would be a good you know, good start. Affordable housing is a challenge in, in finding, especially for these, 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 uh, you know, first time buyers, teachers, uh, first responders, those folks like that. So welcome back in Jenny. Hi, how are you guys today? Awesome. Doing great. Thank you. And yourself? Pretty good. Awesome. Good to hear it. Yes. School is almost over for the kids here in Hillsborough County. So I'm very excited about that. Yeah. Summertime. <laughs> summertime's here. Exactly. Any fun stuff going on this summer? Any trips planned? Thinking about some trips, maybe to Cape Cod in Chicago, and then my daughter's in a bunch of summer camps. Okay, cool. Yeah, summer summer camp time. Go and uh, go and uh, you know enjoy those. So, when it comes to the real estate side, what are you seeing out there? Real estate closings, title closings, title insurance. So we're handling, of course, our regular business of doing closings. But a topic that seems to be coming up that people need to be aware of that I want to talk about today is property taxes. If you're buying a new property, especially if that property hasn't changed hands in a while, if the last sale price and the current sales price, if there's a big difference between them, or like you're showing vacant land, if you buy vacant land, then you put a house on it, your property taxes are going to go up because the current property taxes are based on how is the land used now right and then what was the assessed value at the time of the last sale right in florida they can only raise your property taxes if you're a concurrent owner by a certain percentage every year i think it's three exactly so if this home was purchased in 1975 and no one else there's not been any other transaction where it's changed hands in that amount of time then what you see as the current property taxes is based on what the current owner paid in 1975 and then accounting for just those mandated increases over time. Yeah. So your property taxes are going to go up. Right. If you're buying new construction, your property taxes are going to go up. So here's a couple of things where, especially if there's a lender involved, we as the title company will work with the lender to help forecast the property taxes, what they will be at that new adjusted rate. But unfortunately, neither the title company nor the lender can guarantee what that will be because we have no control over that. It's determined by the property appraiser for every county 
Every county is different. And then how it's determined is your assessed value and the millage rate. So the millage rate is what Hillsborough County or Pasco County or Pinellas County charges. And then the property appraiser is the one that gives an assessed value. Now, typically, the assessed value comes in a little bit lower than your purchase price. But, of course, in this market, what we're seeing is a lot of big jumps Mm -hmm. from prior sale to new sale. And as soon as that property changes hands, now you've triggered a reassessment of the property taxes. Right. So a couple things to be aware of when you're shopping for a home and you're working with your lender partner is they're going to do their best to quote you, but some lenders may just go by, this is what it is now and call it a day. Mm. So you as the consumer need to kind of be aware and ask those questions of, well, yeah, but this property taxes is based on vacant land. Now I'm going to put a home on it. Isn't it going to be more? Yeah. Improvements. You're, you're improving the land, you know, so therefore that's going to increase the value of the property, the assessed value, and then breaking down that millage rate. Some of that millage comes into play with, uh, I believe it takes into account like school board, school areas. It takes into account fire, EMS services, those types of things. So in the state of Florida, we don't have a state income tax. So the state leverages a lot of property taxes to fund things in the community, like schools, like roads, things that we have no control over, obviously, as homeowners. So a couple of things that you can do to kind of protect yourself, which is if you know that you're making this huge change, ask the questions. Aren't my property taxes going to be more than this? Because if you're looking at an escrow reserve, which is putting extra money into an account to hold for when the tax bill is due because the tax bill is not due until November. Taxes are paid in arrears, which is allowing for local governments to pass whatever bills or come out with their budgets and things like that. So you don't actually pay your tax bill until November. But what you don't want to have happen is you get that first tax bill in November and you have an escrow shortage, meaning they didn't account for the correct amount. You didn't put enough money in every single month. And now you're getting hit with a two, $3,000 bill because you had a shortage. Mm-hmm. So I think most people would rather pay a little bit more in your monthly payment and then right. not get hit with a bill at the end of the year that you were not expecting. Right. Yeah, you got to be careful about that. We're talking with Jenny Restrepo here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, Insured Title Agency, and insure-title.com is the website. Yes. Uh, Jenny Restrepo's in the house here. I'm your host, Brandon Rhymes. And, yeah, and, and you also, we should mention uh, portability and how that yes. works. So thanks for teeing me up on that. There you go. It's <laughs> a good one. So por- portability is going to be come into play if you are selling a homesteaded property to purchase another homesteaded property. So it needs to be a primary residence, but you can port your homestead exemption from your existing residence to your new one. It does not happen automatically. The title company and the lender do not do that for you. But if you go to the property appraiser's website, you can initiate that process. And that could lead to a huge savings in your new tax bill because... And I I honestly need to educate myself more about exactly how it works. Mm -hmm. But if you have homesteaded, so meaning it's your primary residence, then you're moving that homestead exemption because you can only have it on one property at a time from your current residence to your new one. And it will give you a savings because I think they account for what is the current value of your existing home and then what is your new one. So if you're selling your home top of market, and then you're buying, maybe you're upsizing a little bit because you've added to your family or whatever your situation. 
um, or even if you're downsizing, mm-hmm. you could actualize a nice savings. Yeah. And it's a free process, so why not do it anyway? Yeah, and you take that they take that basis that you're at currently. So if you're moving from Hillsborough to Pinellas, that's going to transfer over to that yes, next county. Yes, even if you're leaving the county, as long as you're yeah. within the state of Florida. So your your basis your your basis should be about the same, and then that's going to um, you know prorated. It's going to help you know that that cost stay down for you. So the portability is key for a lot of people because then you know again for that example you used earlier if you bought back in 1975 you know think about your tax basis because you did buy so such a long time ago now you're you're moving to a maybe you're in that uh, instance you're downsizing right you're older you're downsizing or moving to a, a house that has a downstairs master bedroom so you're able to port that homestead over to the new property yes. and save a tremendous amount of money as if you didn't have that homestead you would be hit a lot harder exactly so two things is make sure that you're asking the questions about your new purchase so that you have a realistic expectation of what your property taxes will be. Port your homestead exemption. If you have one on your current property, go ahead and do that. And um, escrows that are held by your lender, this is all lenders. And like when you make an escrow deposit on a purchase for a property, we don't, no one makes interest on that money. So there's not an effort. I heard that another lender mentioned that there's a consumer idea that, Oh, you just want me to pay more now because you're making interest off of my money that you're holding. Hmm. Escrow accounts are separate from business and operating accounts. And our title company, they are. When we put the money into the escrow, it sits there. We don't make money off of other people's money. We hold that money. They're not paying much money anyways now. (laughs) I mean, it's crazy. (laughs) I mean, if you're making a $2,000 or a $10,000, we're making $0 off of that. We are holding that. There there are regulations to escrow accounts. And we can't commingle our funds for our business and operating expenses with our escrow account. Right. It's illegal. And so, um, no, the, the interest in having you pay a little bit more is so that you're not hit with a shortage at the end of the year. Right. And unfortunately, at the title company, like we can help you forecast that, but we can't guarantee anything because right. no one can control that other than the county where you live. Yeah. But we can give you a really honest expectation. So now, if you're in that situation, you feel like you're asking the people who are involved in your transaction these questions and you're not getting the right answers, please give us a call or go to our website. We're here to help you. Even if we're not on the transaction, we want to be educators in the community help everybody in the Tampa Bay area and around the state of Florida with these kinds of things. And we can point you in the right direction. If you're going on the website, you don't know what to click on. You're not sure how to get to from point A to point B. We will help you with that just so that everybody is able to take advantage of these things. And because there's nothing worse than getting hit with a bill that you absolutely didn't anticipate and there's nothing you can do to change it. Right. So, Jenny, what else? Uh, you know, when, when folks get that settlement statement, they're confused. It used to be called a HUD, you know, Housing and Urban Development. They used, we used to call it a HUD. Now it's called a CD, I believe, Closing Disclosure. Uh, what so What are some of the questions that the, the highest, you know, ranked questions that you'd have? I think a lot of times people say, well, what are, what are these doc stamps? Why do I have to pay a recording fee on those? When you are, if you're getting a loan, you should get a good faith estimate at the beginning of the loan process. I would absolutely recommend working with your lender partner or with the title company, if you have questions at that point, because that's sort of at the beginning of the transaction, start that up and ask the questions. But if you get your closing disclosure, which you should get at least three days prior to your closing date, something on there doesn't make sense, ask either your lender partner or your title company or your agent. We can explain it to you, but uh, understand, unfortunately, there's some things that we can regulate and there's some things that we cannot. 
So if it's a fee charged by the county, like doc stamps on the deed, which is what the municipality charges to transfer the deed from current owner to new owner, there's nothing that anyone can do about that. That yeah. is government regulated. No one makes, we don't upcharge that. And so it has to be paid. Now, who pays? You can put on the, whatever the contract says. The seller could pay it, the buyer could pay it, but someone does have to pay it. Yeah. Property taxes, same thing. We do the prorations. And so that way, the seller owes the taxes from the beginning of the year, so January 1st to day of closing. So we do the proration and collect those funds so that the buyer's not on the hook for the portion of time in the calendar year that the seller owned it. We collect that from the seller at closing and put that into your escrow. Um, And then a couple of other things that are on there, there is going to be a settlement fee. That's what the title company charges to do all of the work to ensure that you are purchasing this property from the correct person, everything is executed properly, properly, that there's no issues with your title, that there's no uh, liens against the property, code enforcement violations. So that's what the settlement fee is. Facilitating the closing. Yes. The documents. Printing out 1,000 documents for you to sign that everybody's so excited to sign. But yes, so the settlement fee is what the title company charges for their services. And then um, there are other things on there like, yes, there's going to be a lien search. Yes, there's going to be a title search. Um, But no, there doesn't need to be a paperclip fee or extra printing or copier (laughs) or... There can be sort of hidden fees if you're working with a title company that's not as reputable. They can throw junk fees on there, and it is perfectly within the parameters for them to do it. So if you see something that seems suspicious or unnecessary, absolutely ask the question. Yeah. Where can folks find you? They can find us at insured-title.com, or like I said, if you don't want to get on the internet, you can call us. It's 813-855-3585, and we're here to help you. Awesome. Yep. And, uh, you know, especially if you're for sale by owner, you know, give Jenny a call. She can help you kind of work through the process. And, uh, you know, if you're foregoing that uh, protection that you get with a real estate agent. But, uh, you know, title companies can help you with that. So, hey, another great show. I want to thank Justin Kelly, uh, Ray Hall, and Jenny Restrepo for coming in today. And thank you so much for hanging out with us here on the program. As a consumer quarterback show, reach out. We'd urge you to reach out to us and uh, let us connect you with our 80 different categories of consumer advocate uh, advisors and content here on the show. We want you to please go out there and consider committing a random act of kindness. Do something kind for one another. Be a force for good in the community. We'll see you next time. Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. You've been listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Call Brandon Rhymes at 813-917-1894. That's 813-917-1894. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And join us next time for The Consumer Quarterback Show.